Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I played basketball, I'd be just like Steph Curry. I mean, I got the shot. I just got to get a, you know, a couple extra reps, you know, a couple shots up, um, and I'd be shooting just like him. I mean, I mean, like yeah, that's who I would be. I mean, I'm not even close to halfway, so uh, I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I mean, your goal is to be the best player that you can be, um, and uh, I know I'm blessed to be with, around a lot of great players around me. Um, and so right now, it's doing whatever I can to beat a great 49ers team and trying to get that third ring. And then if you ask me that question in like 15 years, and I'll see if I can get close to seven, but seven seems like a long ways away still. Patrick Mahomes, always the number one topic as uh, they get ready to take on a really good San Francisco 49er team. And I got to be honest with you, most of the season until Baltimore uh, knocked San Francisco around a little bit, um, I thought San Francisco was clearly the best team in the NFL. They had that little losing streak, but they had three or four of their best players not playing and they got those guys all back about the same time, and they started winning again. And so here they are, uh, back in another Super Bowl. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes, four Super Bowls in the last five years. And when he's not in a Super Bowl, he's in an AFC championship game. God, that sounds Brady-like, doesn't it? That just goes back to uh, a lot of Tom Brady. Uh, Kyle Crabb's going to join us coming up. We're going to talk to Kyle Crabb a little bit uh, about the Dolphins and uh, some stuff out there. I saw Barry kind of followed up on uh, Barry Jackson from the Miami Herald, uh, followed up uh, a little bit on the Cam Smith story. And uh, and it's pretty obvious to everybody. Um, if this team is going to get to where they need to get to as the finances are adding up, and you, you, you've got some cap problems to take care of, which is not a big deal. They can, they can cover those up r- real quickly. They can. They, there's a lot of different ways. First of all, you can release guys. Second of all, you can redo some contracts, which the players would make a lot of money, love getting that big, fat check in the offseason. It's the most beautiful thing for those guys. They love, they're going, so so the guys that make the most money that are really good players are the guys they go to. So I'm guessing, Tyreek, we're going to talk to Drew Rosenhaus. We need to redo your contract, extend it, and uh, and pay you uh, some money. But we got to, by doing that, they'll be able to free up some some cap space and, and have some room there. So uh, Dolphins are going to have to do some of that. But listen, man, the Dolphins need some help from some young guys. And I said this yesterday. Cam Smith needs to be a starting cornerback. In a perfect world, Cam Smith needs to be good enough 
to be a starting cornerback where you put him out there and it's not like, well, seven guys are down. I think we can activate him and have him run down on on special teams. I'm talking about playing like a second-round pick, your top pick last year. He gets a fresh start. We can't blame Vic Fangio any, anymore. He's gone. Vic's now grumpy up in Philadelphia, so, so that one's done. And uh, listen, Cam, I don't know if you're aware of this, but this fresh start, man, means you get a brand-new coordinator in Anthony Weaver. You get a GM and a head coach that signed off on and really wanted to sign you and make you their first pick in the draft last year. So it's all set up, man. It's a fresh start. Nobody's going to bring up anything negative about any of your shortcomings, and you must have had some. Kind of hard for me to imagine all of a sudden Vic just goes, I don't like that top pick. Something about him I just don't like. Um, So fresh start for him, but we need him to work out. Besides getting all this, his work ethic, what he does or doesn't do, how he practices. Listen, man, if you haven't done anything, before you decide to try to act like Xavier Howard or Jalen Ramsey or any of the other really good players, you got to go out and get something on your resume before you do that in the NFL. You got to show them they can trust you to the point where you can sit out all week and they go, don't worry about it, just play on Sunday. They need to see it first. They need to be able to see it, not you getting smoked in a preseason game by 20 yards. And they need to see it in practice. I mean, guys are going to get beat all the time, but they, they need to see consistency in practice and uh, and those type of things. They need, on top of that, and we'll talk to Kyle Krabs, host of uh, Locked on Fence podcast, coming up here in a few minutes. But they need to hold on, in my opinion, to this first and second pick, 21 and 55, and they need to hit. And it's no one specific position for me. I see everybody's going O-line, D-line, and you know, and, and it could be anywhere. But we need those two dudes to come in and play. Not, not maybe activated this week, may not be activated this week. Their ass needs to be good enough to come in and play right away. That's what we need. Man, it'll take a lot of pressure off that cap if you can hit on a couple of draft picks takes a lot of pressure instead of going out and trading and taking on somebody else's big fat salary. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Got a lot of good players that way. Some of the best players on the team, they got that way. But you just can't build a team of that. You got to be able to hit. And every year, you can't just take a couple years off from the draft because you're giving away as part of the trade a lot of those picks. You still got to have guys come in and can play. Like A-Chan, that's a good pick. That's a nice third-round pick. What he did last year, that's a good pick. So I hope they hold on to one and two. I'm usually wrong, so it probably won't happen. But um, whatever it is, I see there are people already trying to guess on we need an offensive lineman and and we need uh, some of you have us taking a defensive tackle because you don't think Christian Wilkins is going to be back. He's gotten too expensive. I don't know, but I know the draft has to work. You can't totally neglect the draft. And honestly, the last two years with a small draft class, and, and I know our rookie free agents, we've had some nice stories. 
But you got to hit on some of those guys you draft, and you have to pay through the draft. That's that's where this team needs to. Now, are people okay? Is it you know if okay if we respectfully disagree with you on this yeah, one? Yeah, no, okay. it's fine. Okay, yeah, I'm just talking about money because you know again, like I, I know you want to try to build this thing, but there's no building anymore. You got to win, right? So. Yeah. If you can find good players in exchange for your draft picks, that would be the route that would be ideal to take. Okay. You know, a second-round pick starts for the Kansas City Chiefs and is their best receiver. Right? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, he, he is. is right? I'm sure he is. That's okay. great. Have you seen it? You're talking about Rasheed Rice? Yeah. He's their yeah, best he's, receiver. He's okay. Well, <laughs> he's their best receiver. He's so their what? only receiver. Beat us. What does that have to do with anything? By the way, wide receiver is probably like the easiest position to draft. Really? It's not the hardest. We had two really good receivers. One we drafted. I just, so I you just tell think, me how I easy just, it I is. Just, I just think if you're going to try to win this thing now, you're not, you're not going to take stabs at, at draft picks here. And if you could find good players Woody, this has in to exchange do. for these picks. Woody, all I'm telling you is finance has got to work, man. You can't just you can't do an all-star team of, of trade. Just keep doing this. <laughs> well, can't do it. We can try. Okay. An all-star team. I thought we had an all-star team this year. We did. I mean, th- look at he they went out Didn't and maxed work. it out. Ramsey, Chubb, uh Tyree Kill. They went out and got three really good football it's players. It's just risky. It's risky to let Chris Greer take a stab at those picks. You know that. It's incredibly risky. The GM's number one job is I like, know what his job is. Okay. You don't have to explain his job title you this know morning. Everything. Okay. No, but I know his job is, like, everyone knows what his job is, but you know as well as anyone that it's incredibly risky for him to take a stab at those picks. Got some good, he's got some good draft picks that when we had all those. <laughs> okay, but you, you also at the same time know that it's very risky. All right. So what do you want to do with that one and two? I would see what's available for those picks. Well, you can get something. That, they're going to have value, especially for teams that are desperately, desperately looking. Looks like it's going to be full of tackles and quarterbacks and – you know, we talk so much about the O-line and, and and the league does about the shortage of good offensive linemen. Anyway, uh, we'll bring in uh, Kyle Krabs. Yeah, ask on Kyle that. what he thinks. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll probably with agree Kyle. with you on the draft. but Oh, and so you're all right. Can, can we let him answer before you sure, decide? Sure. Okay, that's all. Hey, right now I want to talk to you about injured in an accident. Yeah, where do you go? Not every accident case is a million-dollar case. Injury law firm of Cohen and Judah in plantation is small enough to handle fender benders and big enough to go to trial against the largest companies in South Florida and win, which they have done. Recently, big cases. There are no case managers. They're just the two partners that handle your case personally start to finish. I love that. Can you imagine two partners who are like best friends and kick ass every day to take care of you? Harvey Cohen and Gary Judah each have over 30 years of experience exclusively handling all your injury claims, call Cohen and Judah, 866-FAIR-FEE. That's 866-324-7333. Or visit their website at cohenandjudah.com. Non-attorney spokesperson. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, thank you. Kyle Krabs, host of uh, Locked on Fence podcast, joins us this morning and uh, lives up in the Philadelphia area. Kyle, I guess you've uh, found out that uh, your favorite defensive coordinator down here is now up in Philadelphia. What uh, what'd you think about that? Surprised at all? Um, no. First of all, how was, how was your time away, Joe? You have a nice uh, little time away? I, I did, man. Thank you. I, I had a little Kansas City flu, but but outside of that, no, I was uh, I was uh, good. Thank you. Yeah, I did take a little time off and let everything kind of cool down a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, when, when everything cooled down with the Vic Fangio departure, I think you, you look back on the whole saga and – even back to when he first got hired and it was reported he was hired and then he said he wasn't hired. And then he's asked about, you know, if the Eagles didn't have the tampering with Arizona and Jonathan Gannon, would he have taken the job in Philadelphia? And he's like, well, that might be true. It might not be true. I won't confirm or deny it. So I just think there's enough smoke here that, um, and I know he's got family up here. I believe his mother's up here uh, that, that I think you, you zoom out and you look at, the whole saga of the one year of Vic Fangio being here, and I don't think it's necessarily a surprise that uh, if his heart was here, then then be here, right? Like the Dolphins deserve somebody who, whose heart is in Miami too. So uh, I think there were enough context clues once the dust settled and kind of the initial uh, shock value wore off that you say, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think there were some clues that this was probably coming. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um... And I, I agree with you right off the bat when somebody kind of delays getting married that maybe you, you might want to look twice at that and see if there might be problems <laughs> down the road. That's a good point. Hey, so i got to ask you, what do you think of uh, Anthony Weaver from uh, the Ravens, their defensive line uh, coach as well as assistant head coach? Yeah, uh, so he he was the D.C. one year in Houston in 2020, and that was you know when, when Bill O'Brien really tapped that team out of talent and they didn't have a lot of talent when you look at the depth chart that they had that year, and um, so it's 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 hard to gauge the one year resume as the DC in Houston as far as what to expect. I know he's, he's since come to Baltimore has a sterling reputation. I've asked around, and and anybody that I've I've talked to that's been around him has nothing but glowing things to say about him, and. You'd like to think between he's initially a Rex Ryan disciple. His first year as an assistant defensive line coach was under Rex Ryan. And when he first gets to Baltimore, he's got Wink Martindale as the D.C. and then Mike McDonald the last two years, who's obviously now in Seattle as the head coach. He has some really impressive uh, people that he's worked underneath of. So I think you have a chance to see him kind of bring – 
a blend of ideologies, and I'm excited for what that could potentially look like. And uh, I think Mike McDaniel's uh, statement when they announced him as the D.C., talking about player development, uh, I, I think that was, was an eyebrow-raising thing to include in the statement when you include uh, Cam Smith as a pick who they invested in and, and didn't get any playing time this right. year in lieu of player development. So uh, I, I certainly think that's a part of the big-picture aspirations of what they have with Anthony Weaver as well. But anybody I've talked to has had nothing but glowing things to say about him. Kyle, I got to tell you, man, Cam Smith is uh, <clears throat> is always a hot topic around here because that guy needs to come back. That's the luckiest man in the world. The defense coordinator that didn't like you at all is gone, and your GM and head coach that loved you when they drafted you as a fir- their first pick comes back. So he gets a fresh start with support from a head coach and a general manager and a brand-new guy to impress in Anthony Weaver. The guy needs to come back and, by the way, not be – active or be activated on game day, the guy needs to be a starter. He desperately needs a guy that you can count on lining up outside. Do you agree? Yeah, I I definitely think so. And and that's that's no small investment. You know, Channing Tindall outside the top 100 is one conversation, but this was a fringe top 50 pick at corner for a team that's in a win-now window. So uh, I definitely agree with you that the expectation is he's probably going to start for better or for worse. And Probably whether he's ready or not, because I, I do think Xavier Howard post June first is is probably uh, somebody that they may transition away from. They'll, they can open up eighteen and a half million dollars in cap space, and that opens up a whole second wave of free agency for vets on one year deals. So that's kind of my expectation. I, I expect you're going to see Cam Smith penciled into a starting spot, uh, so he better be ready for it. So Robert Hunt, Robert Jones, Connor Williams. All going to get a nice pay raise coming up here. Even Robert Jones, who played a lot of football and and at times looked really good. I'm just curious. So do you take one of those top two picks and draft an offensive lineman inside at one of those positions? Or do you think this is all through free agency that either we sign these guys back or we have to go get some other free agents? Uh, I think you probably bring back Robert Jones. Uh, He's... That's that's not going to be a big lift, and I think you probably bring back one of the other two guys. And and yeah, I I do kind of have the expectation that you're going to have to draft one, and uh, or or hit in free agency with a guy with positional flexibility, who's maybe not a marquee top five center contract. Is just the example of if Connor's the one that they don't get a deal done with. So I expect you will have at least one new starter there through either free agency or the draft, and it's just a question of do, do they want to cover their bases and and try to uh, address all of it going into the draft so that they can just take talent, or are you going to come into the draft with a very defined set of needs that you need to try to fill, which is a, a little bit more of a dangerous way to try to do business because now you're boxing yourself in with who you can pick. So I, I got so many questions. Is Eichenberg good enough to come into this season and go, that's our starting center, let's go? I would I would feel better if he wasn't. Uh, I think if you at least give him competition at a minimum, uh, I think ideally that's your swing, your, I don't want to say your sixth offensive lineman, but your, your fourth interior offensive lineman. I think if, if you can live in that world, I think you've set yourself up reasonably well 
provided you don't have your starting right guard that plays less than 600 snaps and your starting center who plays less than 500 snaps and a revolving door at left guard where you had three guys that played 400-plus snaps across the season, which is what they had to deal with this year. As long as you don't have the same level of attrition on your interior offensive line, I think you can feel really good about Liam being the fourth interior offensive lineman, but that means you got to address the spots in front. Well, the other one is is a really awkward one that have both your best pass rushers injured later or late in the season and uh, know they're coming back, but they might – well, they're going to miss some games, and I don't know when they get to 100% with an Achilles and an ACL. How do you treat yeah. that look going forward if you're the Miami Dolphins? you still got to have somebody ready to go in September. How do you handle it? What do you do? So one thing that I, I – think you feel a little bit better about is you do have annually it seems like the veteran pass rush market has a lot of options in the summertime so guys that sign one-year deals that are reasonable one-year deals for a couple million dollars they about like Jadavion Clowney signing in Baltimore this year and he was a massive hit uh, you think about Melvin Ingram the year before with Miami. Yeah, that uh, that you know, they, they, there's guys that are in their 30s who you know are a little bit longer in the tooth who want to be a little bit more selective, maybe not go through OTAs and mini camps, who you can sign on one-year deals. I would not be surprised if if they do have a big June June first <laughs> transaction to open up 15, 18 million dollars in cap space if they chose to go that route. And then you can get a couple vets knowing, hey, these guys might have to play high volume at the start of the season until the other guys kind of ramp themselves back up and are ready to go. Does it make any sense to you to try to trade for Patrick Sertan Jr. as good? First of all, I can't believe Denver would get rid of a guy that talented and that young. But what's your thought? on? I hear Patrick Sertan's name. I know he would love to play down here. I, I really believe he'd love to come back home and play. But what, what do you think? I'm sure he would. It's I that's just becomes a question of at the expense of what other big contracts that you have to be ready for. So, um uh, to to be ready to not hand out to guys who are internal for you that you already have. And I, I think it'd be a home run addition, but at the cost of not just a first round pick probably, but multiple draft selections is um Yeah. That's a tough pill to swallow for where this team has already positioned themselves and who they've invested in already with draft picks and big contracts. I I know we don't know what Chris Greer is going to do, and we know that he's given up a lot of draft picks to get some of our best players in Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb and and, uh, Jalen Ramsey and and other guys that are all really good football players. But my gut feeling is you need to keep one and two, the 21 and the 55th pick. I don't know, maybe spread them out if you can get another early pick. But you need to you need to get back to hitting on a couple of draft guys. It's just cheaper, and, and there's no reason they can't play if it's the right guys. They can't play in your system, and after a few games, be pretty damn good players. Or is that wishful thinking? No, I, I think that's part of the 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 cycle. You know, everything's cyclical with team building, and you saw this really uh, committed approach to pooling draft picks the first few years, and then it's hey, we're, we're going to get more aggressive to get established players to try to raise the bar and raise the floor and raise the ceiling of the team. And every team kind of hits that peak, and then you have to start swinging the ideology back the other way. So 
so that there's some sustainability in what you're doing. They, they talk about wanting to build a sustained winner, and, and that requires prolonged win- winning, but it also requires kind of these cyclical approaches to how you're constructing the roster. So I think you're 100% right, and, and I think in a perfect world, you get another day two draft pick, whether that's trading back from 21 or whether that's trading a player or, or whatever that would look like. I, I think that that has to be the school of thought this year. And uh, and finally, I, I think we need to upgrade to third uh, wide receiver. We we need more case yes. one of the two guys outside goes down like we just saw this year where they were either nicked up and tried to play at 50, 60, 70% or couldn't play at all and have another guy there. Uh, is it that hard to find at a, at a at a fair price to to find a young guy that can step in and, and be an impact wide receiver? I, I think your easiest pathway to doing that is is honestly through the draft, and I think that is probably why it's important that they do try to find an extra draft pick that's a reasonable draft pick when you consider. Uh, you're probably going to need an interior offensive lineman that you need to plan on drafting, and you probably need to plan on probably drafting an interior defensive lineman. If you let Christian Wilkins walk, uh, that's a two-person job to fill that because he's playing 80 85% of the right. snaps on the interior defensive line. So even if you sign a vet to step into his shoes, you'll probably need another guy. And those are two spots that you, you want to have contributors right off the jump. So those are your, your early draft picks as things currently stand, as far as kind of how you would like to ideally plan to use them, well, you can get a wide receiver three in this draft that that's, you feel really good about having a, a winning skill set, whether it's through a, a guy in the slot or a guy with size on the outside, right. but they need to find the pick to do it. But the, the, this is like the third straight year where you're looking at the wide receiver classes and there's 15 guys that you're like yeah i could see that guy in the right offense being a really good fit and and those guys are out there for him this year but you you just got to get the resources to to feel comfortable using a pick in that regard or else spend elsewhere to to make that an option for you with the picks you do have i leave you with this one um my gut feeling is christian wilkins chris really wants him back And, and whatever they come clean on how they handled it last year or not they they want to sign him you think he's back with his team or not? There's obviously a lot of different ways to do it, including tagging the guy. I, I get the sense that there's a pretty big void um, in what Christian's market would be otherwise versus where I think they, they can realistically kind of budget. And uh, I think the one thing you can't do is you can't let them play on the tag this year for $23 million with their salary cap situation. Yeah, good point. That's just a, a really, really difficult pill to swallow. You can do anything if you get a contract extension done because there's uh, Jeffrey Simmons in, in Tennessee signs a, a deal that's $23.5 million per season. His year one salary cap hit was under $6.5 million against the cap, right? So, you can do that across multiple years, but if it's just the one-year franchise tag, yeah, good point. that's 23, you can't play with it. There's nothing you can do. So I think that's the one thing they can't do is plan on Wilkins playing on the tag this year. All right. Well, listen, man, there's one thing about it. There's a lot to talk about with this team and putting this sucker oh, yeah. back together in a win-right-now situation. Always great having you, Kyle. Thank you, buddy. appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Have a good one. All right, you too. Kyle Krabs, the host of uh, Locked on Fins podcast, does a great job, uh, like so many people out there that uh, cover this team, that are passionate, that uh, really, really study it like Kyle does.
Hey, I got to tell you uh, about this guy, Tony Garcia. I got so excited about this because I needed it. I call him the insurance guy. You know, what's a topic that most people just don't want to talk about? Life insurance. Nobody talks about it because nobody wants to die. But what if I told you that life insurance isn't only about dying, but it's about living? Life insurance has evolved over the years, and now it's not just an inheritance you leave behind. It's a tool for your financial present and future. With IUL and Index Universal Life, you can accumulate cash and save tax-free for your retirement, have the protection of living benefits, unexpected illnesses like cancer and a heart attack or even a stroke. If you're the breadwinner of your family, you have to check this out. So good for your family. Something that's become very, very popular. My friend Tony Garcia from National Life can help you with this IUL. You got to check it out. It really is fantastic. Plans from as low as $25 a week. And it really is peace of mind for you. Call Tony Garcia. Let him explain it all to you. He's the insurance guy. That's 305-798-5832. 305-798-5832. It's IUL, life insurance with living benefits and great cash accumulation for you. And now it's time for Hollywood's Headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All right, Woody. What is uh, yesterday, that weather? I just loved it. It was oh, nice, nice this morning. Nice this morning. Yeah, I know good people stuff. freak out when it gets like, you know. Nobody's freaking 60, out. Don't but... start something. It's okay. All right. All right. Not starting anything All right. here. All right. Uh, here we go, man. We got a bunch of stuff to get to here. First things first, the Tyreek Hill divorce case uh, has been dismissed. So it's uh, just to update that situation. In case anyone still cared about that, nobody cares. But like, uh, I, I'm he just... filed to drop his petition. Um, yeah, there you go. Dismissed, just... settled, or disposed before hearing. It says. So there you go. Just a weird one, right? Yes. Like an attorney just decides to go on his own and want to file for separation and divorce. Huh? Why'd you do that? I never said that. We we were just talking about the marriage is not. You know, it needs some work. What the hell are you doing? That doesn't happen very often. You think that's weird? Uh, let's get to this next one here. Yeah, Joe. What, what else do you have? All right, so first things first. Um, Shaquille O'Neal had some wild comments. Um, this is on a podcast. Again, these guys all are on podcasts now. Oh, I guess the podcast world is taking over, And they man. just get caught saying ridiculous stuff all the time. So so here's, I mean, this really doesn't isn't that big of a part of the story, but here's Shaq uh, and what he said. You open up to a woman? Yeah. Never. No, never. When's the last time you think you've opened up to a woman? We don't. Because you know why? But it's a trap. Because you know why? I'm trapped. No, no. Like no, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> once you do, whenever something goes down, they're going to throw it back in your face. Well, that's I've had that's that. why. That's why. <laughs> Those are pretty mean-spirited comments, obviously. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> when I Googled, you know, looked it up on Twitter, I saw like, the host from, like, The View were trashing him, saying that he cheats, and that's why. Oh, man. I, I just had flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I had not one. I had a bunch just now. I was thinking, no, I can't even share it. All right. So anyway, that that's it's not a great like, story too. I, I was going to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you. It's a bad idea. Okay, that's not even the the best part or the main part of this story. You so. can tell me anything. Seriously, if you've got something that's bothering you, tell me. It's fine. I love you. So out of every person that could possibly comment on uh, on Shaq's comments, yeah, I told you like the View women. A lot of women are probably very upset <laughs> right. about these comments. <laughs> 
Uh, O.J. Simpson. O.J. Oh, no. Simpson does Come a... On. Uh, so there's a podcast. Again, there's another podcast called It Is What It Is. And this <laughs> podcast, I don't know, it looks horrific. Um, decide they give O.J. Simpson a platform. He does a weekly hit on this show. So they asked O.J. Simpson, of all people again, uh, what he thought of Shaq's comments. And here's what O.J. had to say. Shaq said men shouldn't open up to women because they'll use it against them. He said whenever something go down, they're going to throw it back in your face. Do y'all agree? OJ first. OJ first. Uh, <laughs> when you say open up the women, I don't know what he's talking about. Is he talking about confessing? <laughs> uh, no, man. Don't, don't confess. <laughs> oh, my no, I, God. I, I, I think you're right. Don't say nothing. <laughs> it, was your, it, was, it was your lying eyes. <laughs> So leave me out of the confession. Yeah. Oh, no confession. <laughs> and they're laughing. Oh, it's a big joke. Uh, yeah, he did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my I God. Pretty safe to say. Uh, look what Shaq started. Even OJ. Yeah. Shaq just comes out. Of, I don't know where the hell he comes from with that comment. Uh, it was just... He will give a lot of podcasts something to talk about now. Yeah, I don't know. Shaq, for for all you know, see, seems like a good dude. Uh, you know, I don't know him personally. Seems okay, but those were rough comments, man. <laughs> and you want to talk about getting a women's third up on those view shows and stuff like that? But OJ, it doesn't take much to get those shows going. Apparently not. Uh, but uh, oh, a whole mess. How's that for a weird story? Well, let me ask you. Can you tell your wife everything? What do you mean by everything? What like, do you mean by everything? Like that's so. There's guy stuff with my guys. I'm I don't talk about because I don't want to hear about. It. I don't want to yes. hear what she thinks. Well, I don't think she also cares. But yeah, I mean, there's oh no no. There's, she I, may there's care. obviously private stuff that like yeah. I mean, I don't tell her everything, but like Shaq's talking about, like said, don't open up to a woman. Like I, you know, I don't. So we'll have something pop up from time to time, and she'll come back and she'll go. You knew the whole time and never said anything, and we've. Mm. We've discussed, and I go, I didn't know anything. I either got to lie and go, I, I truly didn't know, or I go, no, I didn't want to say anything. I, I didn't feel I needed to say anything about it. Like, I, I didn't feel like it. Oh, that's that's real nice. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you don't tell me everything. I say, you guys sit back there and, and, and plan stuff, and nobody says a word to me until something blows up, and then you come back later. So we've had this, Woody. No. This has been going on. All right. You can't tell her everything. Not everything, but I think Shaq was just, Shaq was a little, his comments were a little rough. But again, like that gets the women talking and apparently Shaq is a big cheater. So I don't, you know, I, and I don't know that to be true or not, but that's what all the women are now cl- you know, accusing him of. So. I think Shaq's single now. You're not cheating. I have no idea, is he? I don't, I don't know. He was married down here when he was playing. Yeah, I don't know. I They're just know weird either. comments. And again, like you got a podcast, you got time to fill. I was going to say stuff, so. I'm just kidding. But OJ weighing yeah. in on it is, that wow. takes the cake. By the way, that focused right in on him. That went w- away from Shaq real quickly to OJ. And they're all laughing about it, and they're all laughing about the same thing. Oh, yeah, you got to deny. You did. All right, what else you got? All right. Uh, 
From there, we go to uh, one of the most famous names in F1, Christian Horner. He is uh, he is the team. He uh, cheats. Uh, oh, he sorry. actually he actually may. Um, he's the. You, you, did you see this? No. Did you see the story? He's the team principal. He's basically like the manager of of Red Bull. Okay. Right. So he's a pretty huge it's a good name team. Yeah. Big in team. Formula One. He has been accused of uh, inappropriate behavior by a, uh, a staffer within the Formula One organization. Now, they have not said what the inappropriate behavior is as of yet, but, you know, you can, one can imagine. He, by the way, is, uh, is married to uh, Ginger Spice of the Spice Girls. Oh, Spice Girls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they are launching an investigation, and uh, they, uh, Red Bull has said they take this extremely seriously. We might get another one to go down. Why? Here, Inappropriate what you, behavior. What are you doing, man? Position of power. What are you doing? And then our final story, speaking of inappropriate behavior, have you seen the new Apple Vision Pro? You know what that is? No. It's a virtual reality headset that Apple came out with. Oh, okay. It'll run you $3,500. Yeah, I won't be getting one. Um, fans of this, uh, this new item here have been very disappointed uh, when they found out that the device blocks VR porn. Now, I'm not saying this is the only reason to buy this item, but it's certainly one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's been a lot of advances in the game. You haven't missed you haven't missed anything today. No, no, we've been cheating, in the, we've been porn, deep in the gutter, deep in the gutter. So people buy um, this mostly hoping No, no, I'm not saying that, oh. but I think that, you know, Certainly a perk, because they're film. You know, they film this stuff. Yeah, and I just I just learned all this this morning from this article. Uh, but they um they they film stuff in virtual reality now. That the, the what adult, are you a porn watcher uh, from they, time to they, time? They, if they you're film, by yourself, you've been known to. Yeah, this this goes in the category of like you don't tell everyone everything. You know, you don't tell the <laughs> wife everything, right? That that's where that that's the kind of thing that goes in that category you were talking about earlier. Um, but anyway, so for $3,500, apparently, like, Steve Jobs had some, like, moral clause or something that he wanted to, like, keep porn off of his stuff. So as of the moment, now they're working on a fix. All the all these hacker people are working on a fix for this situation. But if you buy this thing, don't expect to be able to watch the uh, the 3D virtual reality porn anytime soon. All right. They're calling it, uh, on Reddit, they're calling it a $3,500 chastity belt. Hmm. <sighs> Tough times out there. Oh, man. Woody, man, you were on fire today. Yeah, yeah, I oh, hope that was uh, that was nice. You've been known. I'm not. I mean, you got kids around all the time now, and you guys are don't have a lot of help, so you're always together. But you've been known to watch a little porn when you're by yourself, or no? Um, just a couple of texts. No, I mean, I like I told you that that goes in that category. Okay, it goes in that. Can't category. say. All right. Um, well, yeah. Some, you, some. You better hurry on your. Some are saying uh, not bad comments by Shaq. They agree with people are agreeing with Shaq. Shaq telling it like it is. If the miserable cat ladies who watch the View don't like it, tough. That's pretty mean spirited too. Hmm. Hollywood's you open up to your wife about everything, you chump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose that makes me a chump. Uh, Whatever, man. I mean, I'm just saying. Like Shaq's comments were a little, a little rough. I've had, I'll bet I've had it happen five or six times where something will happen or she'll see something. She'll go, y- you knew and you didn't say anything. I-, I know you knew. And I go, I didn't know. So now you're lying. I go, no, I, I didn't know. I-, I don't believe it. 
okay, I don't care what you believe. I wasn't paying attention. Even if I'm lying, Woody, I mean, I'm selling. I sell that as a lie. Just not going. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know anything about it. Quick conspiracy here: the Horner situation is apparently an attempt to oust him because he has too much power. It's Red Bull corporate versus F1, uh, Red Bull F1 team. So a little conspiracy there. I always like that. And then uh, followed up by uh, Solana bought a pair of those Apple sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> which is not very nice. <laughs> Someone said it's Oculus. Yeah, there's there's don't other versions on, of this. Don't thing, get but... going on our boy today, okay? No, we we like Solana here. I'm not saying he bought one or watches that stuff or not. That but... guy, I just want to see him healthy. I just want to see those knees back normal so I he know, can, you I know. know. I agree with you. I mean. He can't play sports, can't do anything. Did he get married? I don't know. I wasn't invited. Yeah, to no, he didn't invite so me either if he did. I don't know. All right, listen, we got 8 o'clock hour coming up here right now. I want to tell you about your South Florida Chevy dealers. Love talking about the SUV family. No matter what size SUV you're looking for, make sure before you buy something new or used, if you're starting to look around, that you spend a little bit of time at your South Florida Chevy dealers for the best SUV family we have ever had. Boy, when you start looking at the big boys like a Channing Crowder Suburban or a Joe Rose Tahoe, it really doesn't matter right down to the midsize like a Traverse. You just can't go wrong. A Trailblazer, an Equinox, and the Blazer. Really, so much style and substance and space if it's important, but just really comfortable, especially that Suburban and Tahoe if you're taking less flights and, and spending more time you're going to be so comfortable with all that added space and that new look with your Suburban and Tahoe. So much fun. Hard to beat. And right over to Silverado Trucks. I just tell everybody, if you're a truck person, man, you get that's all you care about. Well, there's nothing like a strong, durable Silverado truck. Our number one selling trucks are ready to go. And it's almost like we custom design a truck that's perfect for your lifestyle. Silverado Trucks, man, whether you work five, six, seven days a week, that's how you make a living for you and your family to a Silverado truck that's got plenty of space for you and the whole family. We got you covered. New and used, it's never looked better, never been better products with cars, trucks, and SUVs than you're going to get right now in South Florida at your South Florida Chevy dealer. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.